I'm a little bit of Southern, and I'm a little bit of West Coast, and together we're the Nashville Darlings. I was expecting you to say episode eight or the cool title because that's how it shows up (laughs) when we post these on the podcast. We haven't figured out the title yet. We don't know the title. I won't know that until she sends me a teaser, so it's fine. I know. (laughs) But yes, I'm so good. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm having just much a morning till night, Uh, but I... uh, thanks to Wendy, was reminded that I need to order Preggy Pops. I hate, I'm so sorry. I hate the name. Um, Preggy Pops. Like, Preggy. how gross is that? It, sorry. Well, they are. I think they are gross. Speaking of Wendy, though, we do have her on yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. excited for that. So, but yeah. Other than that, everything's going good. Uh, I really have no news to report. It's been kind of just a chill week. And... Yeah, nothing really exciting <laughs> no, going on. Nothing I'm just existing, so. <laughs> no, I mean, I crashed this weekend. I watched Love Island mm-hmm. all weekend. I'm still not done with it. I didn't realize there was 29 episodes when I started this season. Um, so I, like, binge-watched Love Island. I door-dashed all weekend. Nice. My poor kids. I don't even know what they did. Your poor kids. Oh, they got door dash. I mean, let's... Okay, so my husband was out of town this past weekend for, you know, his army buddy golf trip, annual golf trip. And so when he does this, it's like, fend for yourself. I became, what is it? The new, like, girl diet or the girl dinner? Girl yeah. dinner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that. Like, I don't have to cook a meal. Yeah. I'm good, you know? Um, and so my kids got that. that It was DoorDash, Netflix. Mm-hmm. And we did, I did not leave my bed for a solid 48 hours. Good for you, though, because you also threw our unveiling celebration that we had last Friday, which was a total success. It was. You did so good. And I didn't really, I feel like I didn't do anything, but like open the office doors and order some balloons. (laughs) Well, you know what? That's all it takes. Everyone was so excited for it. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of, um, you know, just excitement around the whole day, and people wanted to see, hey, what's this brand new spiffy office that's going in right on Main Street, and it's it's you, it's us, it's Blue Door, and it just, the office was beautiful, everyone was remarking about it, and it was just a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, so. oh, I was super exhausted. I bet you were. Um, we, don't normally, <laughs> we don't normally hold, like, three tra- two trainings in a week plus an event. And so yeah. I was just, I mean, I crashed so hard this yeah. weekend. And it was, but yeah, it was fun. Well-deserved, though. Yeah, Friday yeah. was a lot of fun. It was nice to just see people in here and mm-hmm. um, just kind of enjoying the space. So yeah. that was pretty cool. And Kevin made a really cool video. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we had Kevin on um, last week, and then um, then he came into the office, and he shot some video for us. And I'm, he hasn't given us the whole thing. No rush, Kevin. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm excited to see the final because he did, like, interview some of our agents. So that was super cool. I just love Kevin's videos anyway, so I'm going to rave about him. He does regardless. a really good job. And I loved the drone 
um, like seeing the office, yes. like just from way up. Well, back, he caught Kayla Dixon. He caught Kayla like walking in the front door, which was super fun. That was perfect. I know. I was like, did did they work that out together? So it couldn't have been more perfect. I did ask that question. I was like, did he have you do this or did he just catch you? And she was like, well, I was walking in, and he said, hold on, I need you to walk in again, um, <laughs> because he was in the middle of catching the drone footage. Oh, so gotcha. it was really, it worked out. The timing was good, but oh it was my really God, cool. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. So, (laughs) all right. So, um, some things that are going on around Nashville. I don't know if you've heard this. Um, Justin Timberlake is opening this 300-acre golf course, like state-of-the-art, modern, like, just fab. I I don't even want to know what this membership is going to cost. But it's over in, I mean, it's in Nashville, and I don't know how to better explain this to people who, like, aren't familiar with it, but it's it's about 20 minutes outside of downtown. That's going in. But, and I only, like, thought to mention this because you also have something to share about Justin Timberlake. Yes, but, okay, but wait, you said 300 acres? 300 acres of a golf course, which I feel like that's probably what you need for a golf course. Probably, but I'm like, where would they fit that? So <laughs> where are these 300 okay. acres? So fun little fact: um, I showed a property to. Yeah, I know you're looking. At me. I can't say um, like super publicly. So I did show a property to a celebrity, a country artist, mm-hmm. and. Where it was at, and I, again, I can't even say the location. I think Love it would it. kind of somewhat give it away. I love it. Um, but behind that is like a mountain. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know how he's going to do this. But Kid Rock holds like fish fries up there or on the other side of this mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a very heavy populated area of just celebrities in Nashville. Um, but it's over in that area. Gosh, I wish I could like better say. But even I'm somewhat unfamiliar with some of these little neighborhoods. Well, you know in what? But I'm sure you could find it on the internet. Ground, and it's like we'll bring it back up again. We'll bring it we'll back be able up to tell yeah. people where it is. But that's super cool. So it's pro- it's gonna be like a regular golf course, though. Not like I mean, I don't know. Like I don't. We could use a really good mini golf. I'm just <laughs> Some putt putt, some family putt putt. Yeah. I don't think Justin Timberlake's bringing that. Gosh. No, I mean, it's going to be, but I can you imagine what that membership is going to cost? Like at the Brentwood Country Club, it's like $125,000 a year just to yeah. be a member. That doesn't even pay for your golf. Yeah. That's, like, that's just to be a member. At, what's another one? The Grove. The Grove, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Well, hopefully Justin Timberlake has like us regular folks in mind. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm going to bet probably not. We're going to say no. Well, you know what? I know where he's going to get some of the funds for um, that golf course, which as if he needs it, I'm sure he's got hundreds of millions in the bank. But he has also listed his 127 acres in Franklin, specifically Leaper's Fork, for $10 million. And he's going to make a pretty penny off of it. He bought it back in 2015 for $4 million. Now he's selling for ten. Do you think he lives there? Well, it doesn't seem like anything's on the property. It's just like just trails, creek, you know. Um, thing like, where do you think he lives full-time? Because he seems to be pretty present in Nashville. 
now I wonder, like, where does he live full time? Is it Tennessee? Is he even from Tennessee? Now I'm going to need to go he's read from Memphis. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's in Leaper's Fork somewhere, and this is just an excess property. Like a play area. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I know, like, Chris Stapleton's over in Leaper's Fork. Um, Who do we have in people. Dixon? Oh, it's Luke Combs. He lives in Charlotte. Luke Combs and then... Um, the- Larry Fleet. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. Craig Morgan, right? Yeah, I mean... No. Oh. I don't know the story. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a story? I mean, I don't know that you, like, consider him famous. You know what I mean? Maybe not. No offense. <laughs> Absolutely no offense. But, like, you see him out, like, right... Like, yeah. to me, he's not, yeah. like, a celebrity. No, no, no. There was someone else. Um, well... On another episode, when it comes to me, I'll bring it up. But there, there is another country star, too. Um, but, yeah, so Justin Timberlake doing lots of big things in the Nashville area. Not That's surprised. insane. Yeah. Um, okay, so you also wanted to share something cool. But I think you almost nixed this from our conversation. But I think it's super cool because we're big baseball fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently the Chicago White Sox have their eye on Nashville as a future place that they're going to move when their lease is up in six years. And I guess, it, like, the article kind of just mentioned that Nashville is always on the short list yes. for teams when yes. they're looking for places to move. And I think it would be amazing if we could get a major league take, like major league team here because that is one thing. I know I'm not, like, a baseball fan here in the sense that like my son's not in baseball I don't go to the sounds games although I'm not against it I think it'd be so much fun but I love major league baseball so back in California I was a huge Giants fan like huge San Francisco Giants fan I went to all the games like I loved it I even had like a sticker on my car I was so proud and I had the best time. I loved watching the games on TV. We would go to the sports bar. Like, it was the best time. I wish I could have that here. We always have to go to Atlanta. <laughs> We're big Atlanta Braves fans. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, Ugh, I don't really want Nashville to have a team. Because yeah. then it's like, where do you... <laughs> like, obviously you want to go. But we have been... My husband always says, like, bring a team here you already have six seats sold behind home plate. Like, if, yeah. you know, like we're 100% buying those seats, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm for it. But I feel like we've been, like, it was the Oakland A's who were, like, mm-hmm. looking at Nashville. And then there's Chicago White Sox. And there was another team as well that they were looking at coming into Nashville. But I don't think that we have the space. We also, like, don't have the, you know, the the roads for something like that like it would yeah it would have to be like a big production i have 100 acres for sale right off the interstate (laughs) if you're listening and you want to you know like you could put a stadium and some parking there you absolutely could actually that's a really good idea i know know. (laughs) um i don't know i just uh, i'm sure they could find the space if they wanted to I, I really, I don't think... I and think instead, we're getting a new Titan t- Stadium. Yeah. Like, we're getting a, t- a Titan Stadium. I mean, we've really? got a lot of big stadiums going on already, and I don't think adding one more... And just think of how much more money that would bring to the city. Like, I think if there was a team that was 
even semi-serious about it, I I bet whoever's, you know, in charge of making those decisions in Nashville would be probably welcoming them in with open arms because that's kind of just like how Nashville is, you know, no shade, but like <laughs> stuff goes up and the roads aren't ready. Yeah. But we fix it. I love a train system though, like Chicago has. Yeah. Yeah, I know the Chicago fans would be really upset, though. So that team has been there since, well, 1901 in Chicago. They've had that team. And then I think since 1991, it's been at the stadium they're at now. So let me tell you a little story. Okay. We have been to Chicago a couple times. Mm -hmm. The first time we went, we toured Wrigley Field. Because my husband is a big baseball guy. Like, yeah. Barrick, well, my son will already tell you, like, he's going to play for the Atlanta Braves. Like, we're big baseball people. So, we went toward the Wrigley Field, but we didn't get to go to a White Sox game. So, the next time we went this past April, we're like, we're going to make it to a White Sox game. And they were playing a good team that night. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we go. (laughs) Um, It's insane. These fans. Oh, the fans. Yeah. These fans... Like, they're screaming obscenities at these ballplayers. Uh-huh. And you're just looking around like, oh, my God, don't make the wrong move. You know what I mean? Because they are so into it, and they are so loud, and they're, like, super Italian. You know, and you're like, it's all mafia vibes. Right. But they're so into this team, you know. And they'll tell them, like, you suck. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, this is your team, you know. Yeah. I mean, we laughed so hard. I bet. Um, yeah. But, of course, and then it's, like, on the south side of town, so it's, like, be yeah. cautious. But yeah. um, it was – I, like, will literally never forget that game because it was it was something. But the best part was, yeah. like, hopping on the train, going down to the game, hopping mm-hmm. back on the train, um, and then, like, going downtown and drinking right after the game. And right. you're, like, with right. all of these fans. And it's, yeah. like, if Nashville had something like that mm-hmm. – well, and then we used to... So, in San Francisco, it's the same way. Like, you could... Are there trolleys there, though? No. Yeah, you could do the trolley. <laughs> you could. But there's also BART, which is just, like, the little public, like... Yeah. Kind of like a subway, because parts of it go underground. Well, it's like that. Chicago, too. Yeah. yeah. But, like, everything is... All the bars are around the AT&T Stadium in yeah. San Francisco. And, and it was, like, clockwork every single game the players would eventually make their way into downtown, too. So then you're partying with the players afterwards. Yeah. And, like, I just figure, like, Nashville, yeah, they really do need a little train or they need something for people to get around. Like, they should bring the trolleys. Like, I think that would be super cute. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. Actually, um, the, tre- the streets would probably get way too clogged. Yeah, they're already. But yeah. I just, they have to build something because until they Ooh, do that rail. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of like what the what is it called the L train in Chicago? Yes. I mean, that's what it is. It's above ground. Like, let's do the same thing because I feel like we're going to continue to miss out on all of these really cool opportunities to bring in the teams or the businesses yeah. until we have the infrastructure to handle it. Yeah, there's our there's our counter offer. Hey, there's our pitch. <laughs> Anyone wants to hire us? We've got a couple ideas. <laughs> we have plenty of ideas. Like. Uh, I'll make you fold like a lawn chair, you know. Just <laughs> I will convince you that we need this. Well, you're a Virgo, so that's why. <laughs> what have you seen that video where he's like, um, they're talking about the Wicked Witch of the 
Beast or Glenda and the Good Witch, and yeah. he's like screaming at Doug, and he's like, she came down in, or she wore a a crown and she came down in a bubble, Doug, <laughs> and he and he's like screaming, he's like. Grow up, Doug. Grow up. And it is the funniest video. And it was like, if you're a Virgo, it's like, you don't know when to stop. That's me. I will argue until I'm blue in the face. And you've told me that before and I've seen you do it. But it's, it's a you've good thing. You've seen me do it? Well, I feel like you argue your point. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. like... Back down. Back down. No. I'm right. You're no. wrong. And I'm a Leo, so I just always think I'm right. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to argue because I just know. I just know. Oh, <laughs> just my, my husband. I think we should do that really happened. Okay, go for it. What do you got? I'm going to go. So I didn't have one this time, really. Um, I couldn't think of... A story recently. So I went to Facebook to one of our infamous uh, real estate groups and I typed in horror stories and what came up were a lot of home inspection ones. And <laughs> some of them are just shocking. So home inspector found a snake infested attic where uh-uh. the snakes were also in the wall. I'm absolutely out. That's no. disgusting. The whole house would have wow. to be burned down. How do you get them out? How do you make sure the snake eggs are gone? I have so many questions. No. You no. just burn it. You burn it. You burn it. You condemn it and you burn it. How do these people... How, do you, how did you thinking, live there and not know? No, and then like... Probably getting in your pipes? Whoa. I have this fear of going to the bathroom in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. and there being a snake or a spider. And obviously, I don't think this really happens often, Mm -hmm. but I think it it happens enough that, like, the the fear is there. And I'm like, am I going to sit down? So I will not go to the bathroom in the dark because I'm like, there's a snake in that toilet. Well, I had a terrifying experience the other day where the pest control company came over and I had found, like, a house centipede, and it was really big, in the corner of our bathroom. And I was like, it was so weird. Like, I don't know where this thing came from. It comes through the drains. It was already dead. I don't know if one of our dogs got to it, but he was like, well, that came out of your drain. Yeah, out of your drain. (sighs) Mm -hmm. I was... (laughs) I didn't need to hear that. We had these... This is really gross. We decided to have a garden this year. Mm -hmm. And you know this big, nasty, like... We said today we were not going to talk about mm-hmm. bugs, and here we are. Um, the big green, like, grubs. The grubs. Oh, my gosh. My oh. husband was like, get it off my plants. I'd sent him a picture, and he was at work, and I was like, I'm not touching that thing. No. And so he came home that evening, and it was it was still there. And so he goes to, like, flick it off, and when he did, it came towards me. And I was like, I'm over here. I'm over here. Oh, like, no. no, no. Like, but they're just nasty and just, anyway, so. God, that's my, okay. All right, so my that really happened is uh, my husband decided to buy our house. Um, prior to us getting married, we were still like dating, and so um, he bought this old like 1959 house. Everything in it was original. There were seven layers of linoleum in the kitchen, and so in. Those days, you had, like, two living rooms. You had a sitting room, and then you had, like, a living room. Mm -hmm. And on the front side of the house is the sitting room. If you've ever been into a ranch house, especially in Middle Tennessee, the front front one is always the sitting room. It usually has larger windows. There's not normally a whole lot of lights, like, up in the ceiling in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the back side is, like, your actual living room, and it usually connects to the kitchen, just for reference. 
So this wall is like, I don't know, 16 feet long. It's a pretty long wall. It spans, you know, pretty much half of the house. Mm -hmm. And, well, less than half, but you get my point. It's long. And so my husband said, this wall has to come out. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, you know, when you close. And what had happened was is this old lady... Her husband died. She moved with her kids. The house had been on the market for a long time, so we got a really good deal out of it. He was waiting for another home to close that he was selling, and then he was going to close on this one. And so he had rented it from her for like a month because there was this delay. And he decided he was not going to wait to take out this wall. And he starts ripping this wall out. And it has to have this, like, massive beam put in that's, like, you know, expensive and heavy and just all the things. And he decides he's going to do this himself. And so, yeah, he ripped out this wall prior to closing. And as a real estate broker now, I, like, every time I think about this, I just cringe inside. Because if I were his real estate agent, I would have killed him. Because every, like, so much could have gone wrong. So many things could have gone wrong. Yeah. And then what was he going to do? What if he didn't close on this house? That's terrifying. Yeah. That's That's an agent's worst nightmare. (laughs) Please don't. And your own husband did it. And my own husband did it. And I was like, what are you thinking? But he's one of those, like, ask for forgiveness, not permission. Right. Right. Oh, gosh. That really happened. Oh, Today by Wendy Huffine, who is a real estate agent, our office therapist, a homeschooling mom, and just one of the most Southern women that we know. Um, and we are so excited to have you. Thanks for joining us in here, Wendy. Thanks for having me. Anytime. All right. So tell us a little bit. You worked in children therapy services and moved into real estate. What did that look like? How'd you make that move? So, um, five years ago, I decided to make the switch from working in the mental health world to real estate simply because I just had our last child, JC, and was looking at moving Jacob from brick and mortar to being in home, learning, comfortable atmosphere. And it just seemed like a, a natural progression for me to move from giving the best of myself all day long to other people's children, although I loved the job that I had, um, I was ready to give the best part of myself to my kids. And so real estate just seemed to be the perfect fit. I think I am more of a service person, like, so I like helping. So I was in mental health, worked with kids and families with um, their children having behavioral issues. And real estate, in some aspects, it's kind of the same. I guess, you know, like you have to tackle uh, tough days and sometimes tough obstacles and clients and, you know, just the whole thing. And so it's just a natural fit. It's going from one job giving a service to another job giving a service. And it works great because you are also um, the office's resident talker mm-hmm. and so <laughs> yep mm-hmm. we we don't deny it um, around here it's yeah okay yeah um poor Roxanne's like gosh she is giving it to her heart um <laughs> no so she is and so but it's good for you because you have no problem talking to anybody and like earning their trust and earning their business which 
is for me so admirable because I'm an introverted extrovert and you're like, go, 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 make conversation with anybody. And so like even the people at the grocery store know mm-hmm. you are a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so one, they just ask me, stri- can you strike up a conversation with anyone anywhere? Yeah, anyone anywhere. I will pull her and I'm like, Wendy, can you help me? This person over here needs to talk to somebody. And she's the person I call in to talk to somebody. Yeah. Have you always been like that since you were little? No, I think when I was, so like, I think maybe some people might think, oh, she probably was the kid that got talks too much in class or like the teacher has to, no, because I'm also a rule follower. Mm-hmm. So like it, it is a straight path. Yeah. So like, I, I really like to talk, but I'm very rigid in, you know, if it's supposed to be done this way, we're going to walk that line and do that job to its specification. So when the teacher's like, no talking, you did listen. Wendy was not talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you were free to talk, oh yeah, it was free. Yeah, it was free yeah. for all. Free for all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I think Wendy like does so well in the industry just because you are such a talker. It's just so easy well, for you. You know, That's a I, gift. Actually, the gift came in high school. So I decided I was going to do public speaking. I think I told you this story. You did. So hold on. Let's let's pause for a second. You are from Dixon County. Mm-hmm. You are a graduate of Dixon County High yes. School. Um, so you're from Middle Tennessee. This is your lay of the land right. is all yours. Yeah. So, yeah, public speaking, high school, go for it. So, I decided to take public speaking um, and theater in high school, and Randy Sullivan was my teacher. He was amazing. And so, you had to get up, and you had to talk, and he would keep a mark. And every time I would say, um, um, at the end of my speech, it would be like, well, you said, um... 47 times in your three minute, <laughs> in your three minute speech. I would fail horribly. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I, um, like, uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I just really liked getting up and it's benefited me in life, mm-hmm. you know, getting up and being able to talk in front of people. And even when we have events, like I enjoy being the person, the greeter at the door. Yeah. We call her. That's cool. She's the, she's the blue door greeter. Even when it comes to like, you know, we add new agents. She's usually the first one on Facebook to welcome them. Mm -hmm. Um, and she'll say, I'll stand at the door and talk with people. And she's going to be that little lady in church, you know, that's like door greeting. I hope so. Maybe not even before then. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you are a little midlife Wendy being the door greeter. All right. Well, what's your favorite show though? Go ahead and tell her because I feel like it fits with your personality. Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. I I've, I've heard the references that you heard there. I love the Golden Girls, and, and she's probably seen that every episode. Oh, what? I I don't even know. I go to bed every night, laying in bed, <laughs> watching the Golden. Do you Girls. watch the Golden yes, Girls? Yes. Oh, every night. Bless Michael. I mean. Well, he must love them, too. No, he doesn't, but it's, it's a good compromise. Yeah. Yeah. So who's your favorite character? Sophia. Oh. I want to be Sophia Petrillo when I get older. She's quick wit. She can say And you're pretty quick wit. And, like, everybody is just like, she can just do whatever. Well, you're leading the trend because the trend right now is classic grandma or, like, expensive grandma, mm-hmm. you know? So if you're already following that, you're, you're I'm right sorry. 
Did you know that? No. This is why I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah. I go to bed at 8.30. Does, what does that make me? You is are, that classic grandma? You are classic. Your southern classic grandma. Uh, it's I'll what, take it's it. what everyone is striving to be now. It's like if you look on Instagram, all the girls are wearing, you know, the high trousers and the cashmere sweater. They're wearing pearls. It's like the newest thing. Hmm. I cannot um, wait trend. to tell Dylan that I, I am I'm trending. I am trending because You're, I go to yes. bed at eight thirty and that's grandma status. Yes, yeah, and you obviously Golden Girls. You're, yeah, you know the whole thing. The whole thing. Wow, I think I'm an old soul. I would agree with that. Yeah, you yeah. just seem like. Mm-hmm. Okay, that. so you are also Southern as Southern comes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Because, so you're born and raised in Dixon County. Well, I'm not born. Oh, you're not born in Dixon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where were you born? So I was actually born in Donaldson, so like in Nashville. Okay. But um, my dad actually brought us to Dixon because he found his birth father. And his birth father wow. lived was living here in Dixon. And so that's how... We ended up in Dixon County. That's cool. And so, where was your dad from? Were your, were your mom and dad also from Tennessee? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, this is like a long lineage yes. of Southern people. Yes. Okay. I just, I need yeah, all context. My, yeah. all, my dad's family was all like mountain people, East Tennessee. Um, um, my okay. mom, all of her family, uh, White House, Gallatin. So, like, here in Middle Tennessee. I love it. Okay, so, okay. So, she's fun. like native, native. Native, native. native. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, I keep hearing about Wendy and your Southernisms. And to me, what that means is that you encompass. Probably most everything that I am learning about at this point in my life. <laughs> All these really, I think, amazing sayings. I've been opened up to a whole new world. And this really started with, like, the startled expressions. A lot of things I didn't know about, you know, people say when they're startled. Mm-hmm. Like, so, heavens to bet. Heavens. And so that was one. Do you remember, Leslie? We were yeah. like, you were like, I bet Wendy says... Heavens to Betsy. Mm-hmm. Do you say Heavens to Betsy? Not a whole lot, but obviously I know it. <laughs> <laughs> you said I, the first thing that came like startled Heavens to Betsy. Yeah. What What else would you say? So if you're like shocked. Yep. Go ahead. I don't know. Like I mean, it's like I was telling you. I don't have like a long list in my mind. Like it just has to happen. It just. Rolls off the tongue well, naturally. So it's just, yeah. Probably it sounds different to me because it's that's just the way you talk. Mm-hmm. And so what you're like, if you say "land sakes alive," do you say "land sakes no. alive"? Okay. So there's this dialect that people in Tennessee have. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it growing up because for me, my dad, um, his family was from Chattanooga. My mom, I I was being raised in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And so when I would come to visit my dad in in Chattanooga, my aunt would always say cooler. And cooler. A cooler is what you put your ice and drinks in. No, it's not a cooler. Yeah, it is. It's a cooler. It's a cooler. And so that always drove me absolutely insane. And so even people, like, I'll walk around and now being in Tennessee, that's what people really say. Cooler. So the Mm -hmm. other day I was talking with Wendy and she said, bold. I was bowling some chicken. I was bowling some chicken. For me, and I'm pretty Southern. Yeah. 
She from, said, what did you do? And I said, I boiled some chicken. And I said, boiled? Like, for us, it's a boil. Boy. You know? Mm-hmm. For her, it's bold. I boiled some chicken. So it's like this weird dialect, like Southern dialect, that even as somebody who's Southern... Yeah, I don't understand what she says sometimes. I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> Leslie will be like, wait, what did you just say? And, and then, then I'll repeat it. Because in my mind, like, that's correct. Yeah. Do you say coupon or coupon? I do say coupon. Okay, so you're a coupon. I'm okay. A, yeah, I don't right. use them, but I do know how to say them. I know. Okay. Um, gosh, what was the other one that came to my mind that I really wanted to ask you about? Uh, now, there have been times, like, since Leslie's over here saying, like, well, she'll say something. One time we were on the phone, and she said, oh, it's like a wolf in snakeskin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, I didn't. She was, was trying that, to learn. She okay. was trying to learn. Okay, so was that a... But that wasn't a South Carolina saying. That was that was just. I don't know what kind of saying that was. <laughs> I didn't get it right. No. I, like, so oh, and the, you know, Wendy's like, I want to be quick wit, like Sophia, and Wendy is very quick wit. So I try to yeah. match that quick wit with my southernisms, and it doesn't work. No, it comes, it comes out, out wolf and snakes. A wolf and snake skin. And it's a wolf in sheep's. Yeah. I mean, in my, I'm very Southern in the sense of, like, I'm slow. No. <laughs> I'm just slow with it. But I am slow when I... So, Leslie had pointed out, yeah, but, like, I've got the drawn-out twang at times. And she pointed that out, and then I was like, so I'm going to really start... I'm going to try to start talking really fast. And I'm going to try to get my thought process through really quickly. Yeah. And it just, mm-mm. I start. She has the twang. I, I you, start, you like, um, yeah. stumbling over my words. And then I get tongue-tied. And so, like, my brain just goes slower. It's so funny because, like, from a complete outsider, like, listening to you talk, the, your accent and everything, mm-hmm. and the way I hear Leslie talk, you sound completely different. Do I sound more Southern? No, you have... (laughs) No, you are Southern. (laughs) I guess I would explain yours, Leslie, as that Southern drawl. Like, it's it's longer. It's slower. Oh, really? Wait, wait, I have the draw and Wendy doesn't have the draw? Yeah, because you do. Because what I was also saying the other day is, like, you're a little sing-songy. So, like, it's, like, a very sweet (laughs) So, she is grandma. That's trending. But it's, like, when I think of South Carolina, that's, like, literally your voice is, is the epitome of it. And then... Having met so many Tennesseans now, mm-hmm. like, yes, there's a little bit more of a cut to it and, like, a twang, mm-hmm. and you have that, Wendy. So, it's just so interesting. I just love it. I love hearing both of you talk. I think mostly just during this podcast. Just <laughs> you guys talk. <laughs> I just like listening to your voices. All right. What would you say, Wendy, is the most... Southern thing that you do in your household that if somebody from New York City walked in, they would go, holy bleep. Whether it's cooking something, the way you clean, because we know we do those things differently, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh-huh. we have all these tips and tricks that gra- great-grandma taught us. Like, right. what is something you would say is something you do that would shock the 
mm-hmm. out of somebody from New York. So it's funny that you say that because every year I like watching cooking shows and I like the ones that are like more upstate New York, but then I look at like what they eat and always every year during Thanksgiving, I'm like, thank goodness, like we live in the South. Yes. Because I see, like, how they cook their Thanksgiving meals. Well, wait, wait, wait. But what, what is it? What? So they use, like, bread for their stuffing. Yeah. And yeah. that's you dressing. Use, like, you use we use cornbread. I don't, we don't make stuffing. I eat dressing. dressing. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of the dressing thing. I became aware of that. Yeah. We call it stuffing. Stuffing, you stuff it in the bird. Yeah. Which, with bread. With dried out bread. Yeah. Bread, bread crumbs yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So dressing is made from, like... Cornbread. You cook your cornbread, then you. you know. Oh, so it's two separate things. Two, yeah, You're two not saying things. that stuffing should be called is called dressing. They are You're two saying, different things. Oh, okay. Well, I just learned something because I honestly thought when you were referring to dressing, we just called it stuffing, and you called no, it dressing. No. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, like, when I see like how their spread is, like. Compared to <laughs> less fat, yeah. less butter, a little bit healthier. Like their green beans look sad, and mine look drenched and bacon you know, grease. Yeah, all the good stuff. Do you have the cranberry sauce? I don't like cranberry sauce. Oh no, okay. no, I don't. Okay, I mean I have it from the can. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Nice so that's that's the easy thing. Wait, so like, no, like the jelly. Yeah, so like ocean spray, like in the yeah, can. You have to drop it from the can into the dish, and it still needs to have the ridges on it. Yeah, the ridges, yeah. so you can yeah. slice yeah. it perfectly. You okay. don't scoop it; you gotta slice it. Oh, slice it! Mm-hmm. Do you like you know. mash it up? Yeah, everyone mashes it up into like a little bowl, and then you just scoop it. No, you oh. gotta leave it on the plate like yeah. that, and then they slice their cranberry. That's new. <laughs> That's southern. We That's will, redneck. We'll be doing that this year. <laughs> oh, my mother-in-law's going to die. <laughs> no, no, see, you can have yours. That's all, like, homemade and mashed no, up. No, but she's trying to immerse herself, okay. too. Okay. So she needs so to I'm, really fully I'm gonna live it. I'm going to teach her. Yeah, I'm going to teach her. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, um, like... Do you do the sweet potatoes? Do you do the yams? Do you do the, like, is it no, all of that? No, sweet potatoes. Sweet potato okay. souffle. Yep. Well, sweet we call it souffle. sweet potato casserole. Sweet or sweet potato casserole. casserole. Yeah. yeah. Is that with the marshmallows? Yeah. Okay. Or pecans. I do both. Oh, that's interesting. I do both as well. I do, yeah. Oh. Well, I do half and half because my kids aren't going to eat the pecans. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can I also ask, what about, like, Christmas dinner? Is there, like, a staple that you do every single year for Christmas? No. So, a couple years back, I decided I did not want to do the traditional mm-hmm. anymore. And, like, one of my favorite Christmas movies is The Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. So, we did Chinese one year. I love that, though. Yeah. So, then I was like, we're going to do Chinese. And I wanted to, that to be our tradition. Mm-hmm. And Michael said, no, no. So, our tradition now is is just something different easy like one year when it was like 70 degrees outside we grilled hamburgers (laughs) that's cool yeah what about you leslie do you guys do the same thing every year uh prime rib for christmas okay um i think we also do ham at christmas too Mm -hmm. and then ham is also an easter thing yeah yeah okay so nothing crazy we do like deep frying turkey, so any opportunity mm-hmm. my husband has to deep fry a turkey, we'll do that. Has he ever had any of those scary accidents? No, thank God. <laughs> <It's> just... 
<laughs> that is literally the only reason I think anyone in our family has not tried the deep fried turkey is because we've watched all the oh, YouTube videos. You just have to do it outdoors, away from your Everything. house. Yeah. Well, if you met some women in so our family, good. you wouldn't want them doing it either. Well, if you saw Michael when he was about to deep fry turkey, you probably would be like. <laughs> Same. Like, he'd be like, are you really going to trust this guy? Are you sure guy? you trust him to deep fry that turkey near your house? <laughs> now, what about your husband? Is he born and raised mm-hmm. Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here so. in Dixon. Oh my gosh. Yep. Okay. Were you guys high school sweethearts? No. No. <laughs> no, I met him in my early 20s. Actually, I mean, like, it's Dixon, so you just kind of always knew who they were. Who, yeah, who they were. Okay. I wanted to ask one more thing because, um, well, I realized, Leslie, that the episode that we had recorded where we talked about Bless Your Heart. We actually nixed that episode so it never aired. So we never really got to talk about Bless Your Heart. And we don't have to go into a whole long conversation right. about it, but... What was the other one, though? Precious. Precious. Okay. Okay. So, like, to me, when you sent me that Precious video, which was hilarious, by the way, um, it kind of sounded the same. Like, they're on the same lines, Yeah, right? so you don't like have to... They... So the context of the TikTok was, she was like, that's Precious. And it was an insult. It's, yeah, it's an insult. And it's an insult. Yeah, it's an insult. And so, bless your heart, it's the same. And so, she didn't realize, like, oh, if somebody says that's precious, like, they could also be insulting yeah. you. Yeah. It's kind of like if you say something and they go, oh, bless your heart. Yeah. Well, it's probably an insult. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie taught me about what that means. But she also taught me that it can be used being, like, if you're earnest, you know. Like genuine. And, yeah, genuine as well. Can precious be used the same way? Or is I think it- so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It depends on the context. Like, my kids will do something, I'll go, oh, that's so precious. Okay. And I mean that sincere. Okay. Or um, Addison, well, what I realized was it's along the same lines is the way she likes to insult me now is she'll say, "Mm, that's cute. You know, so if you think about it that way, like, oh, that's (laughs) precious. You know, bless your heart. (laughs) Yeah. She Um, thinks she's witty. She's not. Oh, yeah. No. What would you say, Wendy, do you have, like, a real zinger that you give to someone if they're just being really ugly? Not, I mean, I can't think of one that I, like, use on repeat. You're looking at me like maybe I do. Because, man, you have so many good ones, and I can't think of them off the top of my head either. But she'll call me, and she'll say stuff, and she'll be, like, fired up. And fired up, Wendy's, like, real Southern. Yeah. She's mad, you know. I want to hear it one day. So, like... Uh, Erica, who we had in a couple weeks ago, like, she brought out some. She was like, oh, well, knee-high to a grasshopper. So do you use that one? No, not often. But, I mean, that's like, oh, I've not seen you since you were knee-high to a grasshopper. So you know well. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about madder than a hornet's? Uh, What did I say? Did I say you were iller than a hornet? The other... Is ill as a hornet? Yeah, I said it yesterday. Ill as a hornet? Ill as a hornet. I've not heard that one, though. No, I said How about... Now, you probably not because you're not in the right region for it, as I've learned. But Aswani. Aswani? Well, Aswani, yeah. You do say it. Oh, no, but my dad would say, like, Aswani. But he was also from the mountains. Yeah. Gotcha. But my dad also called it Walmarts. And the Kroger's. Yeah, the Kroger's. And Plaskett. Instead of Plastic. Plaskett. Okay. My dad was very Southern. I love that. Maybe some thought uneducated, depending Did you, on Walmart. Was your like, were you close with your grandparents? Did you have a very southern grandma? 
as you know. No. I learned um, this morning that, like, southern grandmas, I guess in some homes, they have a flower drawer that is, like, their their main cooking drawer. So, like, they would make tea cakes, and it would just be a drawer full of flour, and they would... I have seen that, though. Like, they I just pull it out, that. and they've got their scoop, and they're just... Yeah. And it's I've just, like, a regular... Yeah. Okay, my grandmothers would never. No, I think it looks unsanitary, but I yeah. have seen it. <laughs> oh, they would never. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean... No, I do have to ask you this, because you are pretty Southern, and... Did you do you ever eat like the fishtails, the fried fishtails? I don't eat fish. Oh, and you want to know why? why? Let me tell you the story. Why? So when I was a kid, my dad he loved fishing, and so we would go out and fish, and then we'd come back, and I would see him killing and cleaning the fish, and like I would see him like, and then he would turn around after cleaning the fish cook them and expect me to eat them and I just couldn't do it. So you never like fried up the fishtail and like ate it? Mm -mm. Man, I was hoping there was somebody that was going to relate to me on that because I think that's what I'm missing about living in South Carolina is like there was just an abundance of fish and my grandmother used to take literally the tail. Like the fin part? Yeah, the the fin. Yes, and like drop it in the pan of oil and or like fried cheese. Like did you ever like fry up some cheese and that was your snack? Mm -hmm. Like it. Like, take a slice of cheddar and, like, she'd throw it in the frying pan and... Don't they do that, though? Like, I feel like Megan could chime in on that one. I feel like it's like that, like a cheese curd. Cheese curds? I mean, I don't like to call it that because that that seems like it's white It's not mozzarella because you're not, like, breading it. You're just throwing it. No, just throwing a slice Mm. I actually, in Mexico, like, my dad... He he would do that with the fishtails. Yeah. And and I've seen Matt and his family order... Like the big fish platter, like the fish comes out and it's all been, <laughs> the eyes are there, it's everything like the whole thing is there. Is there. Yeah. And they're just like ripping at it and eating all the crunchy stuff. Oh, so, oh, oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Leslie wants to go to the fish dinner with, yeah. with them so she can have some fish tails. I eat the fish tail. It's been a long time, man. And then like, you know, and then she'd have the fat back up on the counter and you'd eat the fat back. What's a fat back? What? <laughs> Do you know what fat back is? Maybe I know what it is, but like, I don't know. It's, are you talking about ham? The no, fat back. Like, so it's almost like bacon, but it's not. And it's like white and it's. Oh, yeah. And you there's a hard part and then there's a softer part and you eat the soft part off yeah. the fat back. But it's, it, it's, I don't know why we cooked with it. It feels extra. Like, you know, you eat your green beans with bacon grease mm-hmm. yeah well you'd put like fat back in there which is like extra unhealthy like we're all just mm-hmm. asking to die it's like a lot of flavor in it though yeah anyways well gosh. the more fat and grease the better right <laughs> <Southern> living. Yes. <laughs> oh wait deep fry everything egg in your potato salad yes okay yeah i, I knew, I knew she wouldn't answer otherwise yeah. i knew i knew it was yeah good. Macaroni salad, a little bit of egg in it. I've never done that. Oh, it's good. No. She now she does make good macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Yeah, really. And she'll try and school me on it because yeah. I'm not very good at it. And not from a box, like no, like homemade. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. She's like, you just put a dash of this and a dash of that and a tablespoon of this. And you don't measure anything. You don't. It's measured with love. 
Yeah. I don't measure anything. I wish I could do that. It's probably why I'm not a baker. Yeah. I have to measure every single thing. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone makes fun of me for it. I have to be super precise. <laughs> I have to follow the recipe to a T. Because I'm convinced in my brain that it's not going to turn out well. Because I think I've... Oh, yeah. Like, I already well. know that this isn't going to turn out well. Yeah. Like, I'm not a chef and I'm not a baker. So, we're... If it turns out good, we're... We're lucky, but I'm still not. Yeah, but I'm not measuring. That's a lot yeah. of work. That means you have to like yeah. find the drawer with the measuring spoons oh, and gosh. just eyeball it. No, I can't. Just eyeball it. Just eyeball it. <laughs> there you go. There's there's one of the southernisms. Just eyeball it. Just eyeball. It. Just eyeball. There you go. Well, thank you, Wendy, for coming in and hanging out with us. And I had fun. Yeah, talking about you and Southern life. Your Southern and ways. Your Southern ways. And yep. we're, I hope, I, I can't wait for everybody to hear your, like, your Southern draw. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things about you. So yeah. I was excited to. I don't really, I don't notice it, but, you know. Well, it's your voice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks for coming. We appreciate you. And you guys can find her well. Wendy's not great on social media. No. She's not big on social media. <coughs> You're on Facebook, though, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it Homes with Huffan? No, that's my email address. That is your... Okay. Well, if you want to email <laughs> Wendy... Homes with Huffan. Yeah, and that's another thing. So, like, my parents not only gave me, like, a southern name... So my name's Wendy. My middle name is Joe. My maiden name, my birth name, Wendy Joe Swanger. <laughs> like, how much more Southern That's can you get? Amazing. So then I marry a Huffon. So now I'm Wendy Joe Huffon. Like I went from one Southern sounding name to to another one. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. Can I just okay? We're, sorry, we're gonna extend this two minutes. I <laughs> okay. just have, just just came to me. I saw on, I just had never noticed it because I never heard anyone call you like Wendy Joe, or mm-hmm. I didn't know if your name was the full, the two, the two no, names. No, it's not. It's, so it's just Wendy and then Joe. So in the South though, and maybe, maybe you can answer this, maybe you can't. How does that work when you have, because I've met a lot of people that have the two, the two right. first names. Like uh, I met, what? I never made the mistake again. Her name was Mary Beth. Two words, but I had to say both Mary Beth. And I made the right. mistake of just calling her Mary oh, with another agent, and she was very quick to correct me. Mm-hmm. So in the South, when when a woman has, like, the two first names, mm-hmm. can, is it it's rude, I guess, to drop... Do they always use it? Like, if your name was Wendy Joe, that was your first name, right? right? Like, you could never drop it to just Wendy. So we have somebody local mm-hmm. who also has two names. Mm-hmm. And she goes by two names. The two names. The two names. So do you then also typically have a middle name in addition to no. the two names? No. So that's my my first name is Wendy. Uh-huh. My middle name is Joe. Yeah. And there's a, a unique story to that because my dad was Jimmy Joe, and I'm Wendy Joe, and, and she my has nephew, JC Joe, yeah, and Jay-Z my nephew, Joe. my sister's son is Finley Joe, and then we have JC Joe. 
That's cute. Mm-hmm. And I think I've only heard Wendy say J.C. Joe was when she had to get on to J.C. and she'd say, J.C. Joe. Yeah. But there are... But, like, I'm saying if someone does have that, yeah, like, so, the first two names, do they always yes, also yeah, have all, a middle name? No. No, no, no. So, no, for so instance, that's, that's it. My grandfather was Ben Jim. Okay. And he went by Ben Jim. Okay. Although it was his middle name. Mm-hmm. He just always went by Ben Jim. Because I... I were, Matt and I are starting to talk about names right. for the baby, and if it's a girl, I... There's one, and I'm not going to say it yet, but there's one pairing of, um, f- you know, names that I just think sound so cute together. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, do I also, is the, is the second one her middle name or his middle name? Right. Or is it all just one first name? Like, I just, so when I was that in works. school, my mom, I remember her saying, because a lot of people, like, if your middle name is Joe, you might go by both. Well, I didn't want to go by Wendy Joe. Mm-hmm. So she would hyphenate it. So, like, she would oh. write it out and it would be Wendy hyphen Joe. Okay. But I feel like when it's hyphenated, that's when you do say you it. You say well. both of them. But that would be if Wendy it Joe was, just was your full first name. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was first, middle, last. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like growing up, I heard my first and middle name a whole lot. <laughs> you know, my mom would call me by my first and middle. And I do it with my kids, like, Barrett James. Yeah. Mabel Rose, all the time. Okay. So. Okay. You know, it's whatever you want to It's call whatever them. you want to make it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I had to go on that little <laughs> tangent. All right, well, back to where you can find Wendy. You can just uh, search her on Facebook, Wendy Hafan, if you oh, want to be her friend. Wendy Joe Hafan. It's Wendy Joe Hafan on Facebook. Jesus. <laughs> it's Wendy Joe Hafan on Facebook, yep. and you can find her there um, if you really want to be her friend. She's not big on social media, but she does have wise words every now and then with Wendy, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious, and she's just Wendy. Yeah. So. Wonderful Wendy. Wonderful Wendy. Wow. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Wendy. We appreciate you. Thank y'all for having me. All right. Well, I think we're ready to wrap things up. That was such a great episode. So fun. Wendy. And hearing all her Wendyisms, Southernisms. Crazy stories around town, all that good stuff. So make sure you give her a follow on Facebook, add her as a friend, because she's the friendliest (laughs) person you'll ever meet. Um, And then, yeah, join us next week for episode nine, and we'll see you guys then. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of The Nashville Darlings, please subscribe and find us on Instagram at The Nashville Darlings.